Hello and welcome to the latest episode from Tech Sales Influencers, talking to senior sales leaders about life before COVID, during COVID, and the, uh, the new way of selling going forward from here. Today, I'm delighted to be talking to Alan Buffin, who is the Chief Commercial Officer over at Unless. Um, we had a great conversation talking about his time before working at larger organizations and now um, joining a startup right at the beginning of COVID in March. We're going to jump into the conversation right now. Alan, uh, thank you very much for joining us today. Um, it's going to be a great conversation with you and uh, learning lots mm-hmm. about you. Um, before we uh, dive into uh, the questions, do you want to tell everybody a bit about who you are and, uh, and who Unlust are? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot, James, for, for having me. Um, so my name is Alan Bossing. Um, I'm serving as the CCO of Unless.com. Um, Unless is a personalization platform that helps you to um, basically create a content experience that's unique to each visitor. Um, and how this is really helpful uh, for a lot of companies is because you can basically run uh, personalizations and experiments um, based upon certain criteria. Um, so for example, um, let's say you're a software company uh, and you're serving various industries. So for example, you're serving the financial industry, uh, you're serving educational technology, and you're serving governments. Um, if somebody from uh, a government is going to your website, you don't want to show him financial service information. Uh, so basically what we do is we identify the visitor and then uh, we show relevant content for that person. And we do that based on industry, but also based on customer lifecycle. So for example, if a customer goes to your website, you want to show him support articles and FAQs rather than like book a demo now. Um, and there's various things we can do there. Uh, and if people are interested, they can always um, yeah, reach out to me if they want to see, uh, for example, if they want to do an assessment of their own website and see how you could basically increase more leads or uh, service customers better. Excellent. Interesting stuff. So um, the reason why I wanted to uh, have a conversation, you're one of the uh, hardest mm-hmm. working uh, guys I know in the, uh, in the sales world. Um, obviously, we've had, um, you know, going on 20 weeks of disruption now. Um, mm-hmm. But it'd be really interesting to understand what life like for you pre-COVID um, as, a, as a sales uh, leader? Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, I think as a, as a sales guy, um, previously working at like companies like Fuse, uh, Salesforce and HubSpot, um, there was always a big alignment between, between marketing and sales. Um, I have the feeling that marketing uh, was always trying to help me to get to speak to the right contact person um, and they were doing that uh, in various ways. So obviously they had their online channels, either inbound marketing or like advertisements, uh, social ads, uh, LinkedIn retargeting, you name it. And then there was like the offline uh, part of it. So speaking to, uh, trying to get people to run tables or to um, brainstorm events or perhaps like you have a booth at a trade show where you can speak to potential prospects. Um, and I think the, the big shift, uh, which obviously a lot of people are feeling, is that um, it's very difficult to get face-to-face time with prospects. Um, basically meaning that, uh, especially if you're doing an enterprise-sized deal, uh, most of the times in the past, um, after the first initial call, you would have like some face-to-face time with him or the other decision makers. And that part um, is becoming more challenging because people don't want to meet anymore face-to-face. Uh, everything has to happen online. 
Um, and I think that's that's one of the bigger shifts. And obviously, of course, also um, the event part. So uh, there's not a lot of events anymore. Like that that event part and that that piece where you initially meet people face to face, I think is is falling away. So for me, big shift is that um, uh, conversations now happen online. So whether it's like on LinkedIn, where you have to be more of an uh, authority or an expert in your field, um, or your website, where everything needs to be uh, on point in order to convert more leads or to um, extend that sales cycle. Because nowadays, um, people will just shift the conversation from offline to online. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's, that's the, biggest, the biggest difference. So that leads us nicely onto the next part. What has fundamentally changed for you on a day-to-day basis during lockdown where you can't go and meet, you can't pick up a phone and book a meeting to go and see someone, you've not got a trade show where you're going to have a load of um, uh, customers there that you can just move around and and talk to. So is, is there anything key that you're doing differently now that you weren't doing before? Yeah, uh, great question. Um, so I've always been very active on LinkedIn, um, basically meaning that if I would have had a meeting with somebody, I would have connected with them uh, and perhaps tried to make like a personal connection. However, that was basically it. It was for me a tool to uh, gather more contacts and basically increase my network. But I was not actively sharing. Obviously, I was sharing posts and updates, but I was not um, reaching out to many people over LinkedIn. And I think. Um, that starting started to change already in 2019 because it, it was more difficult to reach out to people via cold calls and emails. And I think especially after COVID, that was like a tremendous shift that I was like, okay, um, now because you cannot um, call into offices anymore because people are not there. Mm-hmm. And you don't always want to call people on their, on their personal number. So you have to go out to LinkedIn and to go into uh, groups of people, do some research on their profile and reach out to them with like a personalized outreach um, perhaps do some more initial research you know like on their on their profile see whatever you can find because in a way also linkedin is getting more crowded so yeah. just a generic way of, of reaching out doesn't doesn't work anymore because people um you know they, they get overloaded with messages so you really have to do your research and i have the feeling that the big shift is that um, you just have to put more effort in um, basically focusing on the long tail Mm-hmm. Um, we're obviously doing this over Zoom. Um, mm-hmm. Have you found yourself using some form of uh, video conferencing more than what you were before? Um, and how have you found its effectiveness? That's a, that's a great question as well. Um, so I used to uh, work for Salesforce in Dublin, but I was serving the, the Dutch market. Um, so already five or six years ago, I was doing my demos um, using like GoToMeeting and video conferencing solutions. So this was um, new to me at the time, uh, and it took me a while to get used to it. But at at one point, I was getting quite familiar with it. And the same was when I was working for HubSpot and having like a more inside sales kind of role um, where you're using video conferencing. And now it's becoming the default almost. So everybody, I have the feeling all the salespeople that were relying heavily on face-to-face meetings and doing big presentations for CEOs now need to shift their skill set to um, basically get used to having multiple people in in a Zoom room. Like um, I think normally if you're you're doing a meeting in in a boardroom and you see seven or eight people, um, it's easier to pick up certain signals. Whereas if you're doing your demo, um, your product demo, and you're seeing 
seven, eight people in small videos. Yeah. It's becoming more difficult with cues to see if people are still um, in tune with what you're yeah. saying. So I think it, it takes more question asking as into, um, hey, um, Isabel, I see you're responsible for marketing. How does that problem relate to you? Or, yeah. hey, James, since you are in finance, does this return investment um, experiment make sense to you? Yeah. And so it's, it's, yeah. it's almost exhausting making sure that you're watching everybody and having to pick people out to, um, to ask them direct questions. And you're right, because they're smaller on the screen. Obviously, the more people that, that um, there are, um, you've got to be watching people acutely at the same time delivering your, um, your presentation. Um, exactly. So do you see... It's becoming more challenging every day. <laughs> um, so do you, do you see life staying that way as we are, you know, we're obviously at the moment kind of heading out of, um, of lockdown. There's worries of second waves. We know that most businesses, large businesses anyway, will not be going back to um, offices until, um, particularly uh, in, uh, in London, until January, mm -hmm. the, the earliest. Um, until a vaccine comes available, there probably isn't going to be a huge amount of international travel um, going on. Um, but let's say a, a vaccine came out tomorrow. How would you see life changing from what it's been like for the last 15, 16 weeks to going forward? Is there anything that you think that's going to have changed and will stay changed for the better in what people are referring to as the, uh, the new era of selling? Absolutely. I think it's a, I think it's a great question. Um, I think previously there was this massive distinction between inbound sales and outbound sales. Yeah. So you had the guys that were doing inbound and they were focusing on email, LinkedIn, uh, cold calls. And then you had the, the field guys basically that were going out to enterprise customers and they were relying heavily on our face to face meetings. Um, I think those two worlds um, are, are more merging because the, the guys that were normally based in the field uh, purely doing like field meetings and these, like, these kind of things, they now probably realize that that way of selling doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So even though people might go back to the office, um, we don't know if people go back to the office because one um, office might say like, okay, we do it once a week. The other might say we do it three times a week. So you cannot really rely, I think, on, um, on those face-to-face -face meetings. So I think those two worlds are becoming more and more in tune. So as a sales guy, you just have to have, uh, you need to be equipped with both skill sets. So one, you can do a video conference meeting, or you can do a webinar meeting, or you can do a podcast. Um, and two, you can also go out in the field if the occasion arises that you can actually do that. So I think you have to be yeah, more well-equipped, basically. And I'm going to put you on the um, on the spot here and probably ask you something that you, you weren't necessarily expecting. But you've worked in some large organisations um, in, in the past, fantastic organisations mm -hmm. that function extremely well. You're in a startup now where you're looking to um, to build out. Do you think, based on the new era of selling, that the traditional makeup of a sales SDRs marketing do you see that the teams are going to evolve and change and won't necessarily be set up? You've obviously got the opportunity to build this from the, uh, from the ground up. Will mm. you be matching what other people have done before or are you going to be doing things a little bit differently to match what's been going on? I think that's, um, that's a very uh, interesting question. 
and it's also something that I've been um, playing in my head as well. Um, because like you said, if you look at uh, institutions like Salesforce and HubSpot, mm -hmm. there's a very big distinction between marketing, SDRs, AEs, junior AEs, and then there's like field AEs, RVPs. Um, if you look in, up in the startup world, like for example here in, in the organization where I'm currently working at, I'm actually wearing, wearing all those hats. Yeah. So I'm doing both the, the growth marketing, I'm doing the BDR kind of like uh, activities, but I'm also trying to close the deal and have like the, um, the customer service kind of head on when I'm doing the account management. Um, I absolutely think that uh, since you, it's, it's becoming more difficult to rely, like look at traditional companies like manufacturing uh, that rely heavily on trade shows. Who says that those trade shows will still happen? And if they, they do and they're online, can you still rely on marketing to get you those leads in? Yeah. Um, I think uh, you, you need to become more entrepreneurial perhaps yeah. and, and be more humble and do perhaps make more cold calls or uh, do more prospecting yourself by LinkedIn. You cannot just rely anymore on um, marketing or a, a DDR to give you those leads. Mm. So I think the sales cycle will change and it will perhaps be like previously you had uh, sales 1.0 maybe uh, where the leads would come in from marketing and all you'd have to do is qualify them. Uh, then sales 2.0 came with like Salesforce and predictable revenue with the system. And maybe now we're going towards like a sales 3.0 where you need to be on point um, on all your um, on all your outlets and all your channels, whether it's your website, whether it's your LinkedIn, whether it's your personal LinkedIn, whether it's your email outreach, everything needs to be super sharp because people just um, see um, when they're being sold to and when there's like a genuine interest in order to help them. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if that answers your question, but I do think the shift is coming. No, it does. Look, it's, it's just thought-provoking conversations as to, to how people ask. Mm. Um, before I let you go, the changes, do you see them as better or worse or just different for the, uh, the new era of selling? I think it's, it's, I think it's way better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I, I love it. Uh, I think people are becoming more time efficient. Yeah. And if you have um, virtual meetings, uh, you're super efficient with your time. Uh, there's there's maybe a little bit less small talk. Um, it is um, maybe less fun because I do, if we would have had this meeting in a, in a cafe somewhere, yeah. uh, there would be that one-on-one -on -one interaction. And obviously that's something that I miss, uh, especially as a sales guy, like those, yeah. those are the things you like, right? Meeting with a person face-to-face, -face, making that connection. Um, so in terms of efficiency, I can definitely see a change. And also people are probably now um, less lazy because if you are lazy and if you don't put in the hard work, people will not connect with you or people will not respond to your message. Whereas if you do the work and you do the research, people will respond to you. So I think the new world or the new way of selling will favor those who put in the effort yeah. to go the extra mile. Yeah. Um, do I miss the old times uh, with some of the trade shows and some of the meeting with partners? Of course. Yeah. I mean, we're all human and I think we're uh, social animals and we like to meet other people in person. Yeah, yeah. So as soon as that clears up, it's, it's, yeah, it's fun to have again. Um, but I guess the real winner is going to be technology, isn't it? Um, we're going to need the best <laughs> technology and, and more of it all the time. Yes, exactly. Excellent. Um, I, am, no, I really appreciate your time um, and your insights on this. Um, it's been great talking to you. You're welcome. Thank you so much, James.